Welcome to episode 13 of Button Key Gamescast. I'm Jordan, and this is Evan, and we're here to enjoy some beers and talk about some games. Jordan? Yes, sir. I gotta go fast. Yes, the Sonic trailer was released this week. They call me the Blue Blur, and I gotta they go didn't fast. They really call him that, did they? Not in the trailer, but he's called the Blue Blur. Blue blur sometimes. Okay. Yeah. But he's and got the, teeth though. He does. Some have weird, teeth. like two human teeth. Uh, from what I understand, there were some of the less successful games that he had teeth in. No, he has teeth, but they're. I feel like they're usually the cartoon teeth that are just like two white strips without is that like what it is? teeth gaps. Man, it's been so long since I played a Sonic game. I don't I'd, even know the name of the Sonic game that I played growing up. It was just on the Sega Genesis. Sonic Adventure? Probably. Yeah. I loved it. That was a great game. I started with Sonic Adventure 2, and then Sonic Adventure DX came out on the GameCube, and I played that one. What was Sonic Adventure 2 on? Uh, also the GameCube and PlayStation. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So... They did they did Sonic dirty. Let's just get it out of the way right now. They did him dirty. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um but news has has come to the surface that they're going to be redesigning Sonic before the movie comes out somehow. Yeah, I I don't know if like they just didn't have a lot of the Sonic parts of that movie done yet because that's all post but they're redoing it without delaying the movie. Yeah. So hope, hopefully it's a bit better. There were a lot of fan mock-ups that looked okay. I don't... You just, just make his head big, his torso tiny, and his legs really long. Yeah, and then there was the, the deal with like his eyes need to be a lot bigger. And like almost connected. Almost connected, but not quite. They they really went out of their way to try and make him look like an animal in some respects. Yeah. But having seen pictures of hedgehogs, they were I think they were farther off from what a hedgehog looks like than actual Sonic. Yeah. That movie's not going to be great. But I'm going to see it. Yeah, I'll watch it. So what are you drinking this week, Jordan? Um well, I'm I'm on a repeat for third third week in a row. All good. Yeah. All good. Omission Brewing Company Lager, bright and crisp. Uh, I tried my own organic beer this week. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like gluten free or anything. I don't know how it well, works. The, it just said organic on the label. The organic is the is really the most important part of what I'm doing. But. It was a Michelob Ultra. Kind of takes it like a Corona. It's all right. Yeah. If if that's if that's all I had to drink because I needed to drink organic, I would be a hundred percent okay with it. Yeah. Uh, but right now I am drinking the Black and Goldings Black Ale from Three Notched Brewing Company. Uh, and it's a collaboration with Oscar Blues Brewery in Colorado. Uh I tasted a little bit before the show and it did not taste like it smelled to me. Yeah. But it's a good beer. Mm. But it it's kind of like 
when you pick up a thing that you think is your drink, like you think you're picking up water, but you pick up a Sprite. And even mm. though you like Sprite, it's still really disgusting because you were expecting water. Yeah. It was like one of those moments. Yeah. But I'm over it. It's good. It's never good. I'll tell you, I'll tell you again that it's good at the end of the episode, too. <laughs> well, we got, we got some, some news this week. And I say, but before we, just... we, before we get, oh, you played a new game. Yes, I have. I want to hear about it. Man, I was just going to see- jump right in. I've seen this game being played, though, and I've talked to somebody you've been playing with, and they say that you're a monster when it comes to Satisfactory. Satisfactory, yep. It's, the game, the game's really good. It's not even finished yet, but it's really good. What what do you do in Satisfactory? (sighs) Man, it's a, it's a hard thing to explain, but best, best thing is, if you ever played Subnautica, it's sort of in the same vein, but more focused on the building aspect, less the survival. Um, you don't have to eat and drink or anything like that, um, but you're kind of like landed on this alien planet. You work for um, a company called Fix It, um, and still not 100% sure what the ultimate goal is for a story, but I don't want to spoil anything anyway. But um, basically... You drop down there, you like dismantle your pod you dropped in, and you use the materials uh, to build like a hub. And then from there, it's like find iron ore, find all these different metals, and uh, you got to get them into smelters, and then you got to build this and build that. And you have to kind of handcraft everything at first. And then basically the end goal is, uh, from a gameplay standpoint, make, make a factory, you know? Um, so you get conveyor belts running that's feeding your iron ore into your smelter and then your smelter is making iron ingots and then your smelter is going into a constructor and that's making iron rods, which are like something you need to make something else. And then you have it set up where you got like one making iron rods and then one's making, uh, metal plates. And then both of those are going into what they call an assembler. And then that thing's making something that's more complex. And then you, it like keeps going forever. Like how complex it can get, but the whole point is to make it automated. So the game's all about automation. Um, so it's like, you can make all this stuff by hand if you just stand in front of a crafting bench and um, make all the materials from the ore, make the ingots, then the materials, then, uh, then combine it all to make the end result, like a rotor or a motor or something like that. But the whole point is to automate it so you don't have to worry about it and it's really fun i mean the crazy things that you can do and the insanity that is that game um i won't go too detailed into everything because i could probably talk about it for a long time uh but it's it's wild definitely look into it if that sounds anything like your kind of thing or your kind of game because it's real good I, i heard that you were playing with two of our friends and they were trying to make everything nice and neat and tidy. Oh yeah. And that was not the life that you were about. <laughs> so so here's the thing. My my base is actually my factory is actually neater than theirs. Okay. The only thing that's not neat on mine is the conveyor belts because at the end of the day, I just need them to do what they need to do. I'm not a monster because I don't make them clip because you can actually make them go through each other and then it looks it looks terrible. I don't do that, but I do have what they call spaghetti. 
which is a lot of got conveyor the spaghetti belts conveyor belt system go, going all over the place. It's it it's pretty wild looking right now. But I, but my I, machines I are that. laid out in a very logical way, and everything is very organized. I feel like I would play that game, and I would set something up and be like, "Yeah, this is gonna be great." And then I turn around, and there's a backup, and then I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Until, until I made that thing run as efficiently as humanly possible. No, it's real. That's a real thing with this game. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, <laughs> when you first start, you don't really know what does what. So you build all this stuff, and it looks terrible. Like it, it turns out really bad because you don't really, you didn't have, you couldn't plan ahead. You didn't know what was coming. So you end up deleting everything and then just starting over. And I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Like I've deleted everything and then just started over. It's happened multiple times throughout the process uh, because this is a game that even once you know what's going on, you almost have to break out a pen and pad um, to to plan how you're going to lay out the factory. Because if you do one thing wrong, you may have to start all over. Um, yeah. Now it's not that serious, but if you want it organized and efficient, then it is that serious, and you can take it that seriously if you want to. Um, but you can also just kind of play relaxed, and it's fun. There are some alien creatures on the planet that'll attack you and stuff, so you have to defend yourself a little bit. But for the most part, it's focused on the building aspect. Um, but it, it's really fun. It's I don't I don't even know how to explain it, man. It's really fun. That's cool, man. Yeah, I've been playing some more Days Gone. I How's think that? most of I think most of the goodwill that I had for that game it's is worn gone. off. Huh? It's gone, dude. Unfortunately, I'm not surprised. I, it's just one thing after another. It's like, come on, come on, come on. Like, you're not doing things that normal games do. So what's the most and frustrating to you, you think? The most, oh, oh, the most frustrating. Oh, God, it made me so mad. I, I stopped playing after this. I So there's. At the point in the game I'm in, still pretty early, there are two bases of operations yeah. that you can go to. You can go to one base run by a guy who's running a radio network all about propaganda and stuff. You can get good bike upgrades there. The other base is more of a farmland area run by a uh, like a lady who has some good banter with you. You yeah. get good gun stuff there. So I go out to the lady. Do the mission. And then the mission is to drive back to the other camp. Oh, no. It gave me an option. It said you can either turn it into this base camp or you can turn it into the base camp that you're at. Mm. I liked the other base camp better and I wanted my motorcycle to be better. So I drove back to the other base camp. Halfway. And it wasn't a short journey. Halfway. I get a radio call that says my next mission is at the base that I just left. Nice. And... I was so upset. So you can't fast travel? I'm sure you can. You have to clear out nests and everything, but I didn't have enough Molotovs to clear out the nests properly. You have to find stuff to craft the Molotovs. And there are like four nests per area that you have to clear out before you can fast travel there. Yeah. Uh, you, you can only carry three at a time. And then you have to craft like more. Didn't have enough stuff to craft Molotovs, so I can't clear out the nests. Even nice. if there was fast travel there, just give me the mission while I'm there. I don't know what kind of time delay it was, what kind of thing I didn't trip properly, 
or if this was just how the scripting was supposed to go, I was so mad. Because yeah. on the way there, I just got randomly shot off my bike by a sniper, just dead, didn't out of nowhere. <laughs> you just hear my guy say, oh, there's a sniper, and then you see a laser sight, and then bang, I was dead. Nice. <laughs> it's just so frustrating. Yeah. And if the gunplay was good, I could probably forgive it, but the gunplay is garbage. Yeah. So, like, it's, the fast travel, you have to kind of, like, unlock that or, like, work yes. for it? Yeah. Because I knew there was fast travel. I just didn't know if that was something you had. But, like, I, I had heard, too, that with the fast travel, it consumes fuel. Yeah, you have to make sure your bikes... You have to, like, babysit the bike. Uh, I was driving from one place, ran out of gas, so then I had to go run around until I found a gas thing to take back to the bike. But, like... Because you can't that that's a concept that could be cool if it was it done could right. be cool because it like be cool. if it was rewarding i think would be the answer to that like but but it doesn't sound like it is so i went well it would have been one thing but the i was close to the mission and the mission i got to was like oh you need your bike why do you need your bike jordan because the mission has a chase that happens right after that that's why you needed your bike you didn't need your bike to pull anything. You didn't need your bike except for the fact that a chase happens once you start that little mission. It's. Uh, I hate it. I hate it because there's so much potential. Yeah. There's so much potential. It, and se- it seems to be the general consensus. I'm, I, I'm seeing a lot of people that like it. Well, I, I mean, a lot of people are just okay with a. With a six or a seven of a game. Um, there like there's no there's no options for dead zone changes for your sticks. And the dead zone is huge. It's so big, which makes aiming practically impossible. Because the stick has to be like halfway to the to the edge of the gate before it even starts doing anything. Mm. Uh so the aiming just feels super squishy and super soft. So I just end up meleeing everything and meleeing things takes forever. And it has this, there are enemies that are humans that you, or they're humans in hazmat suits that you can't fight. And if they see you like you're stealthing by them, if they see you, it just puts you back to the checkpoint. They're just like, Hey you. And then you go back to the checkpoint. Mm. I don't know, man. It has so much potential and I'm, and I'm upset because I do want to be in that world. I think that world is interesting, but not when you don't throw quest at me in a fashion that is. There's no flow. There's no flow to it. And it's like, oh, but in a real world, you're just going to get a call randomly. She, she might not need you at that time. I don't care. Games. Games are supposed games, to be better than the real games world. need to have flow. <laughs> <laughs> Game, games aren't supposed to make me feel like the real world. Um, I feel like there's a problem with picking stuff up. Like, you just have to be way too close to something to pick something up. Like, you have to rub your torso against a table to pick something up off the table. Which is not like games with a heavy character should function. Yeah. You should be able to be a decent ways away before you can pick something up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm probably this 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 is probably going to be the last time we talk about Days Gone. Yeah, sounds about right. Mortal um, Kombat's good though. Yeah, getting combos. Good old combos. 
this isn't this isn't a negative on the game, but just me as a person. I'm having more fun just like learning how to tap out those combos on the practice dummies than anything else. I just think it's super fun. Yeah. I'm going to have to get it at some point. I'm just I'm really really holding out and I got so much other stuff to play. But I'll you really get around need a controller to it. for that game. Yeah, that's another thing. I don't really want to play that on my PC without a controller. Nah, bro. Yeah. Um, I also got a chance to play the Splitgate Arena Warfare uh, beta today. They announced that there would be a beta like earlier this week, and then here we are. Um, they also announced that game's going to be free to play, which was a pretty big surprise. Um, There's actually going to be no microtransactions, just little tiny pieces of cosmetic DLC. <laughs> uh, for those who may have missed it, <laughs> that's we'll a bit there. of a shot at Randy Pitchford, but we'll talk more <laughs> on that um, here pretty shortly. Um, but yeah, so the Splitgate beta, um, all the problems I talked about with the last beta with the sound issues, all of that stuff has been fixed. Um, and it actually cool. sounds really good. Like, this sounds cool. so much improved. The game's fun, man. It's, it's good. Awesome. Uh, and the fact that it's going to be free to play gives none of you out there any excuses unless you don't own a PC to not give it I a shot. A, I don't own a PC. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix that soon enough. <laughs> Got to join the master race, man. The consoles are cool. Just not for me. I like, um, I like consoles. Me and, my, yeah. me and my wife are already saving up for the next round. I like my Switch. It fills a void my PC cannot. I'm about to hop on a VR train, though. Yeah? You gonna yeah. get you a Quest? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm gonna get me's an Oculus Quest. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to bring that over, because yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get it just yet, but I'm gonna get it eventually. Yeah, but for sure. I'm gonna need, to, I won't, I'm gonna need I won't, to check that out. So the pre-orders for those went live, and the dates, I think they said May... May 21st, I think? Yeah. May 21st. Uh, I probably won't get it right away. It's going to be a, a couple of months, I think. But the, the Quest has been the first piece of VR tech that I have been anywhere close to interested in purchasing. Yeah, it looks really good, man. I, I'm excited to get it. I've got a Vive to fill the void for now. So. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I will happily pay more money for the less power that the Oculus Quest provides than like the PlayStation. Uh, VR yeah. for no wires. I mean, technically, it it, it with tracking it's, the tracking is probably be close way to better the same than as PSVR. The VR. Yeah, be way better than PSVR in that in that aspect, and that's really more important than graphical fidelity, if you ask me. When it comes to VR, it seems like it's not going to be able to play everything, which is fine. It's got a pretty um, big like launch title list. I hear it's though. got like fifty. I know I'm going to get Thumper. Yeah. I know I'm going to get um. Beat Saber, even though and I don't think they're going to have mods on it. You're definitely going to want to pick up Super Hot VR, too. Super Hot VR and Moss, because I heard Moss is really good. Yeah. Um, but I just want... That's, that's what I want out of VR, is to just not have any setup, no wires. Like, I am, I am all in on this first generation of, like, wireless, but actually usable VR. Not yeah. like a cardboard or... The Oculus Go, which is mainly video based. Or the Labo. Um, Labo. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this and I want to get, get a piece of it. 
because I I just just being able to take it to people and showing people something cool. Yeah. Like the evangelistic opportunities with the quest seems like a bigger step forward for VR than anything else that I've seen. You know how many times I've lugged my computer to people's houses and brought everything? Well, I have news for you because the <laughs> Oculus Rift S is coming out in which yeah. you can still lug your computer around. And so is the uh, Valve Index. Yeah, the Valve Index got announced as well. Yeah, if you if you have no VR anything, it's $1,000 for everything. That's a lot of... That's more expensive than some people's PCs. A lot of people's PCs. Yeah, and... But honestly, here's my struggle, man. I, I want a Quest... But do I want a Quest more than I want Knuckles, are now known as the Valve the Index controllers? Cool. Because the Valve Index controllers will work with my current setup. 279 and I can get those. Explain explain to people what the Knucks are. So the Knuckles, I haven't used them, so I, I don't know how well I can explain everything, but they look awesome. One is they strap to your hands so you can actually be like open palm. You don't have to hold yeah. them. They're just attached to your hands. Um, they're also like pressure sensitive. So you can, if you squeeze them hard, then it actually, the grip translates to gameplay. Um, so you could like break a bottle with your hand. If yeah, you squeeze it. exactly. And like Boneworks VR is the best demo for this because they yeah. use them in all the demos. If you haven't looked up Boneworks, look it up. It looks like probably going to be the greatest VR game ever made for as far as I shooters goes. Looks, I looked it up. It looks amazing. Yeah. It looks so good. Made by the guys over at, uh, stress level zero. Um, but it's like in that demo, he's like holding a bat and he's gripping yep. it and his hands are still, but like it's, sh- you can see him like choke up his grip and like switch which hand is gripping it. And like that's stuff you couldn't do before. You, can, like, you couldn't like, switch you can, your grip you from one hand to the other just by squeezing like so you literally naturally. Throw stuff, you literally throw stuff by like making the throwing motion and letting go. Yeah. Um, which is more natural than throwing stuff in other situations where you have to like press a button or let go of a button. Yeah, it just looks it. It just I'm very I'm more tempted by that than the quest, but I'm re- I really want a quest too, so I'm struggling with it. Um, on I think which that's one where the lines first. between I think the Boneworks and the Knuckles controllers is where the lines start to blur between like VR and AR. Because I feel like the Knuckles controllers are almost like an AR type thing. Because you have this nah. physical thing that you're grabbing and letting go of. I mean, that's still, but it's happening in a virtual reality. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's AR related. I'm not saying AR like the Hololens, where it's like the mixture of the virtual world, but just having that thing where you're lit, where you're literally grabbing and letting go of stuff, feels yeah. more tactical than than vr does or tactile yeah well then we get we just need a a solution to the the walking problem they've got these like little bowl (laughs) if you've seen the little bowl treadmills you put on like special things on the bottom of your shoes (laughs) you just just run you run in a bowl it looks really cool yeah because the running actually looks natural it looks weird i just don't think anyone's done it in a way that's really going to be the answer yet. And obviously and not none gonna of cost them are a bajillion priced. D dollars. Yeah. I mean, the best price one out there, I think that is the kind of bowl running style is, I think it's somewhere, it's not over a thousand and that means it's the cheapest one, but I don't remember exactly how much it is. I think it's under a thousand. I mean, other than, 
I mean, I guess you have like touching sensations is another like barrier. Um, yeah, well, like, another issue with those like those omnidirectional bowl treadmill things, it's not a treadmill, but they still call it that. Um, it um, <laughs> is a lot of times they have some something that holds your waist in place, like a ring, mm. which means mm-hmm. you can't duck, you can't go prone, you can't do a lot of the things you'd want to do in a shooter. Like a lot of VR shooters are designed around that, like actually getting on the floor and using your sniper rifle down there. You know, where mm-hmm. you, you can't do that if you have this. So there's still there's still problems like that haven't been answered, um, but we'll get there. I'm this is this is. The only time that I've thought about buying VR or am willing to drop some money on VR. Yeah. Um, and the reviews have come out and I get some of the limitations, but that's OK because ain't no strings on me. Well, the success of PlayStation VR is baffling. No, it's not. To me, it's not. But it's one, it's affordable. But two, it's it's not bad. It's actually to me, it was actually really impressive considering how limited you would expect that tech to be. I think if they weren't, I think if they weren't as limited by using the move controllers from PlayStation move, obviously I think it could be so much more special, probably more expensive. Yeah. But it was such a brilliant move to keep the cost down, you know, and for them to make a profit on it. And not only that, because it was such a risky move to make it in the first place. Um, And you know that they're going to take that into the PlayStation five generation, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, not Sony, right away, Sony's going to bring I, I think they're going to bring new controllers before we see a new headset. I mean, yeah, before they bring a new that, HMD. I think that's the problem is the controllers. Yeah. But it how they're going to do that remains to be seen because if they use light tracking again, like a light bulb kind of thing or LED tracking, mm-hmm. that's that's going to have similar limitations. You can still make it a little better, but hopefully they move away from that eventually. But then comes the problem of if they're going to come out with controllers before a new headset, the headset's still going to be LED tracked. So I don't know. We'll just have to wait is and see what happens. Are Oculus and Index like IR tracked? Is it just yeah. souped up IR sensors? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the uh, the Vive, like the IR sensors will interfere with a TV remote. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you like can it'll grab it and yeah. won't let it happen? Yeah. and. I- That's- I haven't experienced that myself because I don't have TV in, in the room that I have my yeah, VR stuff in. That's funny. But uh, but I've heard they can interfere. I don't really know the details of what happens. But uh, Jordan, I have some breaking news. Yeah. Um, Claptrap is no longer voiced by David Eddings as we move into the Borderland discussion. Well, that's not really breaking. We knew that. Did we? Yeah. Did we know this tweet? What's the tweet? The tweet uh, where, like, he, uh, David Eddings is upset about, like, the amount of money that Gearbox is play- paying him for Claptrap. Yeah. And it seemed like very little. Yeah. Uh, so they have parted ways. Yeah. Well, I, it, it brings down to the whole Twitter drama between them and uh, Troy Baker. Because oh, I didn't see that. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, basically... Troy Baker was the voice of uh, Reese, 
That's how you say his yes. name, right? Yes, I saw and, that. Uh, in Tales of the Borderlands. I did see that, yes. And he's okay. not coming back. And then there was a whole but they said, thing back But they, forth. like, implied that he was coming back? Randy Pitchford kept saying that they <laughs> offered it to him, and he turned it down. He, can, he says that Randy is lying and that he was never offered. And I am inclined to believe Troy Baker on this one. You, you don't believe Randy Pitchford? <laughs> no. They really um, just need to stop putting him on stage. Yeah. It's, it's, what can he, you do? Randy, Randy Pitchford does not sell Borderlands. I think Borderlands sells itself. Yeah. So well, with like, all the nonsense going on with his friend slash lawyer uh yeah probably should keep him off of stages and away from thumb drives <laughs> yeah it's a mess for sure but like there's this weird thing that happens though like when you when you see randy pitchford talking about all the things that they're doing for borderlands 3 that that's like for the fans it's you exciting i mean it makes you like almost like him and you're like, man, yeah, yes. like this guy doesn't care about industry standard right now. Yeah. He just cares about what we want. And that's awesome. And then, but then it, and then you see the flip then, side <laughs> where Randy Pitchford comes out and says, so Borderlands is going to have no loot boxes and no microtransactions, but, but there's going to be uh, some skins you can purchase for a, a small you can buy but jordan you don't purchase. have to buy currency yeah but what's the difference between the a small purchase and a micro transaction just tell me that real quick nothing because we have small purchases but we don't have micro transactions uh, <laughs> it's just it's just a lie if that's what it we is we can just stop listening to randy pitchford because <laughs> good god they showed the gameplay of borderlands 3 and good god from the moment that game was being played i was 100 percent sold dude yeah the second he fired that first gun we were talking it about pistol. it before he picked dude, up a pistol it not only looked awesome the sound but it sounded awesome yeah it's what grabbed me and as i was watching like i was kind of listening passively while doing some work because i was uh i still had a, like a ton of work to do um at work that day and i was kind of listening passively but a lot of the streamers that they were putting on there because they were kind of cycling through them on the stream mm-hmm. um a lot of them kept saying that this game sounds really good. This sounds really good. And I mean, that's the first thing I noticed in the gameplay yeah. for sure. So that's, that's a big improvement, especially when you look at borderlands one, where that sound was, that sound was bad. It's not good. It's bad. Like That it's, wasn't the part the of borderlands. Least, that was cool. It's, it's definitely not memorable. The amount of guns <laughs> was cool, but the sounds they made were not cool. But the first time, they fired the first gun that they picked up. They started from the beginning in yeah. the gameplay demo and they fired the first pistol that they found. And oh boy, was I immediately like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, they it was, did it. it was juicy for it, sure. It had a, it had a punch. It felt good. Yeah. And they showed off like a lot of the guns have alternate fire modes. Yeah. Was the big thing from that one. So you could switch the you could switch the pistol from firing normal rounds to mini rockets, I believe it was. Yeah, micro missiles. Uh, they cheese some of the some of the drops, so that might not be the first gun that you get. But one, them saying that one of the first guns you get might shoot micro missiles is a pretty good sign of what's to come. I think. Yeah, they showed a lot of cool stuff. I was worried that the Borderlands humor wouldn't work for me anymore. It's great, but 
like Claptrap was kind of talking for his first little bit. I know some people really don't like Claptrap, but man, I think he's funny. Yeah. I think the Borderlands humor is funny. Yeah. Uh, I think Handsome Jack might have been a little over the top at times. And it looks like they may be going that direction with their new villains, the twins, who are streamers. Yeah. But ho- hopefully not. But I'm going to... Pl- bad humor or not, I'm going to play that game because of the the guns and the the fun skills you get to use. And in this one... They added slide. Yeah, you get a slide. And mantle. Destructible cover. Yeah. Uh, you can melee barrels. To like shoot them into the arena before they explode. Yeah. Uh, you get three action skills now per well, character. You got, you, you got to pick one. You pick but one you unless choices. you are one character who can pick two. Yeah, Zane. Which and is he seems pretty great. And and Pitchford said this on stage. He seems like an amalgamation of a couple of the previous characters that you could play as in Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Um, like he has a he has a digiclone like Jack did in pre sequel. He oh, has yeah, but dude, he could like teleport back and forth can, between the digiclone. Yeah. Ah, that was so great. He has a bloodwing type drone like Mordecai did, or yeah. Mordecai had the bird, but like Mordecai in Borderlands one. Um, and he can equip two skills at a time, which is pretty cool. But Amara, Amara is definitely my pick, man. You. The ground the the ground slam skill looks really cool. Yeah, exactly. That that phase slam, I think is what it was called. Um and they added uh augments to the skill tree. So you can augment the action skill now. So like her slam can do different elemental type damages. Well, I mean uh, we always different... had that with the artifacts. Yeah, but it wasn't like a I'm I'm sure we're still going to have artifacts, but these are actual like augments in the skill tree. Yeah, they were saying there's like hundreds of augments and you can really fine tune your builds, but they didn't really get into a ton of detail on what's there. And they they said that um it kind of it kind of seems like the different builds are not just going to be relegated to the different trees like they were. Um like I remember the Mechromancer from 2, you could make like a healing Mechromancer or you could make like a aggro Mechromancer, kind of like a tank. Yeah. Um just depending on what tree went down. Uh it seems like even within the trees you can make different uh types of builds per character. So if you have three different sirens on your team, they could each each be like one could be support, one could be a tank because it seems like the siren is good at up close this time, yeah, and you can just or has an action that skill that is good to be up close. Yeah, and that's um, great, man. I love that. Yeah, it just adds a depth to the to the character sheets. Yeah, that the other games didn't have. Uh, and the other games were fun to build out your characters, but you you never really got to the point where you were like, this character is unique. Right. Um, so I hope that they get to that point with these characters. Mm-hmm. They showed some of the mech from the soldier class. Yeah. That thing looks awesome. Yeah, dude. Everything about this game really looks great. Um, they showed, like, the Hyperion shotguns. They got the mounted shields on them. They have the shield. They, yeah. they Gibraltared it up. Yeah, pretty much. Switching between elements on the Maliwans. Like, all of it just looks good. We got to see the running, the guns with legs. In yeah, action. that's a 
not a grenade. It's a TDR gun yeah. that you throw on reload and it just sprouts a little guy. And that thing, or this thing was running fast. Yeah. Or there's one that bounces and you just like, ow, ow, ow. Yeah. Like every time he bounces on the ground. Yeah. And dude, they showed some the co-op scaling too. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. Like, they had a guy who joined in that was level 25 mm-hmm. um, on a player that was, I think, level five. Mm-hmm. And the level 25 was getting level 25 loot and the enemies were level 25 enemies for him where they yep. were all level five for the other guy. It's just so I'm guess it's going to be like percentage based, I guess, when it comes to like you both dealing the same. Or you both dealing damage to the same enemy. Yeah. So if the if you if you were level 25 do like a thousand damage, it would obliterate a level five. But if it says like he did 10 percent damage. Right. Then they'll just take 10 percent off the level five character as well. Yeah. Oh, and one thing I couldn't really confirm it, but what it looked like when they showed that is the guns that the level 25 saw were the same guns. It looked like the same gun. They were the same guns that the level yeah. five saw, just just level 25 and with different attributes. But like that means if you do have like a legendary drop, you're both going to get it. It's literally yeah, the so same guns. It's just instant separately, which yeah. is great. The I don't know why you would switch back to classic mode. No, there's there's no reason to fight over loot. I don't know why you would do that. Some people just like to fight, man. And and that won't it it seems like classic won't have the level scaling either. Like it'll just scale to the middle. Right. Like 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 classic Borderlands, like classic Borderlands. So that doesn't seem like any fun. But I I was like anticipating Borderlands three. But now I'm excited for Borderlands three. Same, dude. It looks so good. This is what they should have led with instead of the weird press conference thing they did when they started. Dude, the whole presentation of this was like night and day. Oh, so much better. Yeah, it was. You had Randy Pitchford (laughs) reading off a teleprompter instead of doing whatever the heck he wanted to do. And we had no magic tricks. No, no magic. Thank goodness. (laughs) I thought he was going to do it. I thought at the end when he was like, and everybody like can spread out to their stations. But if you're waiting, here's a magic trick. He didn't do it. Yeah. I was very pleased. It was, yeah, it was good. I'm excited, dude. You know what? I'm excited about that, but I think Rage 2 might hold me over until that game comes out. Dude, me too. That game is looking good. Anytime I see Rage 2, which is two weeks away, I'm like, yes, let me play this game right now. Dude, if anything, it's just freaking eye candy. Yeah, it looks like open world Doom. Yeah. And the powers they give you look super rad with oh, how yeah. you can like stack. That slam the, looks more satisfying than the Borderlands slam. Yeah, because it pops up, it literally pops them into the air. Yeah. <laughs> it is really cool. Um I have I have the highest hopes for that game. <laughs> I hope that I am not betrayed or let Dude, down. Dude, me too. Because it looks so good. I'm so ready. That comes so out ready. this year? Doom Eternal's coming out this year? Yeah, we talked about that, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's a thing. I gotta finish the first Doom before I start Eternal, though. You know what? I don't think you have to, though. Yeah, but I gotta. I'm not okay. gonna start the second one without That's finishing the first. It's still good. I'll play through it again, probably. It's still good. Yeah, when the anticipation builds, then I'll just go be like, alright, I'm gonna binge this Doom thing. Get it's this so done. Good. Yeah. 
real quick back to Borderlands. Just a couple more things I wanted to touch on. One, you get to one button press refill all your ammo, which is thank at the vending machine. Yes. yes, instead of going ching 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 ching. Yeah, and then not only that, he he kind of indicated that whatever gun the boss is using to shoot at you during a boss fight, yes, you're gonna get when you like kill that's them. the gun they drop as yeah, their is, as their legendary that's fantastic like that's great um we also got to see sanctuary three yes and they nice don't talk little, about sanctuary two yeah a nice a nice little spaceship <laughs> um and it's pretty cool they talk about how we're going to be finding keys to vaults on other worlds yep uh so Multiple we're going to be going going to different planets Hopefully this means that like actual good gear is in the vaults this time. Yeah. Not just disappointment. Yeah. Uh I think the Sanctuary 3 reminds me a lot of the sub from Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, I agree. But they got they got customizable player quarters though. It's true. They do have that. Yeah. Of course they did not go um, into too much detail on how customizable it is, which makes me it think. It seems it's like you'll just be able not... to put stuff up on a wall. Yeah, it's probably not. Like look at the sweet gun I got. And then I imagine other players will be able to see your uh, room yeah, when if they, they join go. your game. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. Yeah, but dude, I'm excited. I'm so it was, excited. I think it was more steps forward than I actually needed them to make yeah. for Borderlands. I don't think anyone expected that much no. from it. People were just like, great, more Borderlands, which it is that. I but think, there's actually a good bit more to it. I think people who aren't interested in Borderlands probably you're like yep that just looks like borderlands but to a lot of people who care about borderlands i to, think it's yeah to people who spent 60 plus hours in both <sighs> games jesus <laughs> some many um, many more oh and they said there's they said they're spending a lot of time developing a bunch more like mini bosses and bosses yeah which means more like legendaries and special special stuff <sighs> apparently there's That's a gun sad. that shoots hamburgers <laughs> I did, did not hear. That? I did not hear about that. But that <laughs> they just let people right. run wild. <laughs> they just let people run wild in their like gameplay demos. Apparently, there's a gun that shoots hamburgers. That's great. Does it kill I'm, or is it just like a non-lethal? <laughs> take a beef patty. I don't in know. The face? But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I'm I'm so excited. Um, also, so like another thing we learned this week. Really, I think it was yesterday. Um, for PC players, you'll be able to buy Borderlands 3 on the Humble Store, as well as Metro Exodus. All the Epic Games, or at least some of the Epic Game stuff is kind of trickling over there. Um, probably the big, biggest benefit to that, I mean, you still have to have Epic Game Store installed on your computer to, to use it because it's going to give you a code for Epic Game Store. But the biggest benefit to me is I don't have to give Epic my money. I get to give Humble Bundle my money or also known as IGN, but I get to give them my money instead. And then Gearbox still gets my money, but I don't have to give Epic my money, which, which sure, that gives me some peace of mind. Maybe I'm just reaching, but yeah, I'm good with it. Uh, real quick, I found the, it's called the Gettle Burger. The Gettle Burger. It, it's a rocket launcher. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this blurb from PC Gamer real quick. Okay. Uh, it's a rocket launcher that fires hamburgers just like me. And they don't exactly fire either. They just sort of fall out with enthusiasm. Poop, tumble. <laughs> now there's a burger and pieces on the floor. Borderlands is back, baby. Side note, the burgers are made from irradiated bucks. 
Nice. So it's basically a completely useless gun. It's like useless. There's a there's a gif. There's a gif of somebody shooting it and it just kind of like spurts out with not much speed and then falls apart. It doesn't really do much. Yeah. Oh dude, and another thing that has me so excited is you know how we talked about a few weeks ago. One of the things that Borderlands like did so well is it gave you like really crappy guns. Yep. And then that way you would feel the power when you got something good. They were talking yep. about that in this game. How they're like, so we've done that in the past, but can we give people like really, really good guns and then later on make them awesome so they feel the power? Yeah. And like, that's totally the vibe I got. Again, they were kind of manipulating the loot a little bit. So it's hard to judge off this gameplay. Yeah. I think they even How, said that. They were like, we're manipulating it a little bit, but yeah. we want. We want the guns to feel good from the jump and then feel great when you find something awesome. Yeah, so like no more terrible scatter guns. I think it was the <laughs> I think it was the maybe Andrea Renee with kind of funny and uh what is it? What now? She What's has good another games? channel. Yeah. What's good games? Um she mentioned that like, yeah, the SMGs weren't uh prattling around that much when they were firing. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I think yeah, give me great guns to shoot, but yeah, don't yeah, I'm ex- I'm make excited. me shoot crappy guns in the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, it's Borderlands 3. Could not be more excited. Cannot wait to play that game. Um, but we got a little ways to go. Uh, but we have a little bit more news from Epic Games. They have acquired the developer of Rocket League. Ooh! Ugh, I'm so angry! This is fake How outrage, t- folks. How dare you, how dare you, Epic, buy Rocket League? Now Rocket League is ruined. You ruined Psionics. They were the best, they were the best, and now they're ruined because they, you got, uh, This is, this is Evan's review bomb. Uh, I'm review bombing, uh, I'm review bombing that game everywhere. Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Humble Bundle, everywhere. Yeah. That's about right. Is that, that going to make people mad at us? <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> that's that's what it sounds like when people get upset at stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. It's who cares? So Epic Epic has bought Epic has purchased Psionics, the developer. They didn't just buy like exclusive rights to Rocket League. They actually purchased Psionics. Right. That's like different than the other stuff they've done that I don't care yes, for. Yes, it's acquiring a studio. It's acquiring as a, a studio. producer, which is fine. You're allowed to buy a studio. And, yeah. And when you do that, you can do whatever you want with the game. So people were mad because they're just mad at anything Epic does now. Yeah. It's the world and we live in, man. Psionics had to come out and say, guys, if you have it on Steam, you have it on Steam. It's fine. All the updates are coming to Steam. Everything news coming to Steam. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Uh, the verbiage did kind of just... make it sound like it won't be on Steam forever, but that's not really a surprise. But anyone who owns it already will. If you own it already, you own it. And yeah. who doesn't own Rocket League at this point? I own it on PS4, which I don't have. I own it on Xbox. I think I also own it on PC somehow. I don't know how I stumbled upon that, but I've played nice. it on my. <laughs> I've played it on a PC before. Uh, that was my account. Um, this is another case of review bombing gone crazy. Yeah. It's just people being upset over nothing. This is a normal industry move 
Yeah, nobody was mad when Microsoft acquired what like fifteen studios at E3. No, that's a it's good. <laughs> it means it means that Psionics is going to get more money to do cool stuff. Yeah, it means that Epic sees that Psionics is a cool developer and they'll get to make cooler stuff in the future. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing nothing wrong with this. Uh, like Psionics had had the option to say no. Right. <laughs> it's not like a hostile takeover. But Psionic said, hey, they're offering us a lot of money. We still get to make Rocket League. <laughs> we'll take the money. That's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, it's a thing. It's a, gosh. If only I wasn't so furious. <laughs> Be able to use logic. Yeah. <sighs> That's our weekly Epic Game Store news. Yay. Come back next week for <laughs> our next, we'll have a jingle next time. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for the news, but before I go, I wanted to do another off-topic suggestion for for our listeners. There is a YouTube slash podcast slash live show called Dungeon Run, and it's a live show where they play D&D, but it's really, really good. Um, it's Jeff Kanata hosts from uh the huh. podcast dlc or slash filmcast also great products that uh you should listen to if you're interested in film or games and they just play D D and they have a good time and they do a really good job with the live show format uh and it's just fun to put on in the background and just like pass time at work or just chill um so go find dungeon run they're only on their second episode right now and i highly highly recommend it yeah i had heard about it i'm gonna have to check it out i haven't listened it's really good so how was your beer it was good uh after that initial like shock of (laughs) what i was tasting it was actually really good um you don't i don't have too many black ales uh so it's nice to to throw one in every every so often it was delicious yeah it's good man is a very limited release, so if you're around Colorado or Richmond, Virginia, I would try and get your hands on some if you want to try it. That's good. I assume your beer was good again? Yeah. Yeah, it was good as always. Three weeks running. That's the that's the reigning champ of number of times the beer has been on a show. Yeah, well. We'll, we'll keep that tally going. <laughs> we'll see if anything can ever dethrone it. Well, I got at least one more week in my short-term commitment. Um, so we'll see what happens, but, uh, that wraps it up for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on buttonkey.games, or you can fill out a contact form. If we said anything incorrectly, we would like to hear from you. I know you guys love to tell us when we're wrong, so please do check us out on Instagram at buttonkeygames. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Stay classy out there.